three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank I, you for having me. <laughs> how how's your week? Uh, my week has been going well. How about yours? It's been going well as, as well. It, it's funny from the time that we talk um, to reschedule, but even before then, like I felt different pains in my feet. And like every time I'm like, oh, I, I might need to um, ask Demetria for like either a link to this or just be like, hey, what, what do I do in this case? Okay. Yeah, just make sure if you're um, doing a lot of walking and or if you do some running and mi- you mix it up, mm-hmm. make sure you give yourself a foot soak. You know, soak your feet for like 30 minutes. You can also add some um, Epsom salt in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gotcha. helps um, alleviate aches and pains. Okay. You know, I- stimulate blood flow in your feet as well and loosen up those muscles. Gotcha. With that warm water. I may, yeah. I may definitely need to get some Epsom salt, but mm-hmm. I-, I noticed... Um, like you mentioned before, we met last year, January, and yes. you've been working on niching down, being a massage doctor and really focusing on on foot care. So yes. um, I'll let you kind of lead into that, like how, how you got here and how you're helping people really deal with your feet since they take care of you all the time. And it's like you don't think about it until they start to ache and you're like, oh, Feet kind of hurt right now. Right, right. Well, my name is uh, Demetria Davenport, better known as the massage doctor. Um, I am a licensed massage therapist. I've been a a massage therapist since about uh, 2007, but I actually started uh, massage therapy late 2002, uh, going into 2003. Um, here in Michigan, um, massage therapy really became really popular. So the state made it where you had to have a, be, uh, first you had to have a, a certificate, then they made it where you had to be licensed. And then the people who already uh, finished school by the time they uh, run it into law, they just grandfather everybody in. Yep. And then with foot care, how I came into um, being obsessed with feet, um, I suffered from plantar fasciitis. So I had um, severe pain in my feet. Uh, I would go to the podiatrist. He would um, assess me, see what was going on with my feet. I let him know what was going on. I did a few cortisone shots after a couple of days that wasn't working. And I didn't want to keep doing the cortisone shots because um, they're not good for you because they don't dissolve into your system. They just crystallize wherever the injection is at. It, it crystallizes in that spot. So um, he did some taping things on me as well. And I was seeing him for a while. And then one day he just said he was, uh, there's nothing else he could do for me. He was sending me back to work. At that time I was working at Chrysler and still running my business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I said, I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me find out what's going on with my, with my foot. Because I kept telling him, uh, I had this pain in my foot. I had this plucking sensation in my foot. Mm-hmm. And when I told him about the plucking sensation in the arch of my foot where my plantar fascia was, he was telling me every time I took a step, I was tearing my fascia tendon mm-hmm. or whatever. And so that's why I had that plucking feeling uh, in the bottom of my foot, in my palm of my foot. And also, I literally had to tell myself to pick my foot up because every time I would take a walk, I'll take a step when I walk, because uh, my plantar fascia was in my right foot. Mm-hmm. So every time I took a step, 
I had to tell myself, pick up your right foot. Because one day I was walking, I had on some uh, sandals mm -hmm. and my toes just scraped the ground. I was like, what in the tarnation just happened? And when I took another step, it happened again. Mm -hmm. So I had to mentally tell myself, take a step, lift your feet, lift your foot up every time you take a step. Right. Um, so from there, I told him, no, you're not sending me back to work. Um, he's um, recommending to a specialist in his office, uh, Dr. Repertoire. I love him because he was the only one that really listened to me. Mm. Uh, he wasn't one of those doctors that was, OK, you got a foot problem. Let's cut on you and operate. Mm. And if it worked, it may work. It may not work. But that's a 50 50. Uh, um, that's a 50 50 chance when you're doing any kind of surgery or any kind of treatment plan in 50% it may work and it may not work. So uh, I was letting him know some things that was going on with my foot um, and that my calf was tight, my hips were hurting, my knee was hurting, my knees started hurting. And then I know just being a massage therapist, when you have something going on on either side of the body. So for me, um, I was having problems with my foot. So that threw my gait off. Um, when you take a step, it threw my gait off. Also, I had the problem with my foot, so it made my ankle hurt, my knee hurt, and it just shifted all that, my body weight to the left side of my body, and mm -hmm. it caused my left hip to hurt. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So uh, me being a massage th therapist, I did do some things. Y'all did the uh, ice rolling, uh, the massaging of my foot manually, massaging my foot manually. Uh, I used some other little tools uh, for my foot as well, and also mm -hmm. um, for my calf, because my calf was really tight. Um, and, um, he listened to me and he, um, the only thing that worked for me at that time was shockwave therapy because my plantar fasciitis was so bad because mm -hmm. I kept working. I kept right. working. I kept going on by my daily activities and just pushing through the pain mm -hmm. and the shockwave therapy was the only thing that helped me because I kept going on about life, you right. know, with my daily activities. And it just made my um, my foot worse. It made my plantar fasciitis even worse. So that helped me. Um, and then with, it was a real intense shockwave therapy that he had to do on me because they had to um, uh, numb my foot in six, six different spots or whatever. So that's how intense the shockwave therapy was or whatever. It was this big, huge machine that this guy brought in. Kind of reminded me of an overhead projector. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I'm telling my age. <laughs> I know what I know what overhead projectors are. <laughs> All right, but some people don't. So it's like a, a, a overhead projector, and this little rubber thing came out like a little honeycomb, and it had this little fluid in there. And so they took it, and they placed it over my foot, and it did uh, pulsating, pulsating um, shocks right, to right. my foot or whatever, and that helped. And so from there, that's um, what got me more involved with foot care mm -hmm. because the current um, doctor podiatrist. It was just like put a band-aid on it. Okay, I done done everything I could do. I'm sending you back to work. And I was like, right, no. Right. So I know I'm not the only person who has had a physician tell them that. I'm telling you something's not right, right. but you just want to just tell me, go on about your business. And I also I took a a few anti-inflammatory flex bra he gave me. Mm -hmm. Once I found out that wasn't working, it didn't take me long for to figure out that wasn't working. Right. I just stopped taking it or whatever. So that's what got me into uh foot care. Gotcha. Got interested. And foot care because nobody's addressing that. Right. That, and that's you know, a, that just treating the symptom and not trying to find out what was the cause right. of my symptom. Yeah. That, that's that's big because 
I think to to your point, it it makes sense that you like some something as common as feet. You would think like a podiatrist is supposed to be a foot doctor, but with them, at least the specific one, not being able to address the underlying cause and just being like, okay, let's numb it up with cortisone shots or let's do this. It's like thankfully he referenced you out to the specialist, but that that would have only happened. That wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't have pushed back to say, oh no, you're not just sending me back to work. Just like figure it out because it's like we've come this far so it's like really right correct and i wasn't as nice as i was as i'm talking to you (laughs) (laughs) you know i wasn't as nice so i was like okay but he got the point right i got my point across and and um, can you can you kind of describe exactly what plantar fasciitis is? Because I, I have an idea of what it is, but I think you explaining it would be it, it'd make it more clear. Okay, well, plantar fasciitis. You have a I'm gonna use my hand as as if it's my foot. Mm-hmm. So when you have, your plantar fascia is here in the palm, it be here in the palm of your foot, and it attaches at your Achilles tendon here. It starts here, then it spreads out in between your toes just a little bit, but it's a little band of tendon that's right here. And then once that gets inflamed, also um, come with heel spur. I call them twins. Well, I call them plantar fasciitis. You get a heel spur. I call them twins. Because if you have plantar fasciitis, you have a heel spur. So the heel spur can be anywhere on the heel of your foot. And if you just touch it the wrong way, it's like like a cat. You just, bing, you know. <laughs> and like I said, um, it'll get a little tear in it as well. Uh, some tears are more severe than others. And... Um, and when it gets aggravated, it, it swells. It's hard for you uh, to walk. Um, when you take those first few steps in the morning, um, it's hard for you to put your foot down. You have to like walk on the ball of your foot for a minute. And mm-hmm. then as you're walking and warming it up, um, you're able to place your foot down on the floor. Also, when you have plantar fasciitis, if you sit uh, for long periods of time, like an hour or so, whatever, um, when you get up, then you have, it's like getting up out of the bed again. You have to warm, walk on your toes mm-hmm. and that joint warms up and then you can proceed on walking, proceed gotcha. walking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I, I guess uh, since you saw the specialist, you got into foot care more heavily being a massage therapist. Like what have you found to be very effective on a day-to-day basis for managing the, the stress on the feet? Um, if you work on your feet a lot or if you uh, exercise, mm-hmm. make sure and you have plantar fasciitis, make sure that you soak your feet. Do a foot soak if you can once a night, every night, mm-hmm. and, or at least three times out of the week. Um, daily, um, do some daily exercises, warm your foot up before you get out of bed. There's certain exercises that you can do to warm your feet up. That's uh, loosening up those joints, mm-hmm. um, loosen up those tendons and then and those joints in your feet right. and stimulating blood flow to your feet. Because a lot of people don't know in your lower extremities, um, you don't get a lot of blood flow, especially as we age. You don't get right. a lot of blood flow in your lower extremities. So you want to mm-hmm. make sure that you're doing some um, exercises before you get out of bed. And warm those joints up, those uh, tendons and ligaments and those muscles in your feet up before you uh, take those first few steps when you get out of bed. Gotcha. So, and you can also do some uh, stretching too, mm-hmm. where you can take your uh, foot and place up against the, the baseboard or the wall. Mm-hmm. And that'll help stretch out your fascia tendon and also stretch out your calf muscle as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when that fascia tendon is tight, um, it pulls on that calf muscle. And then right. it just makes it pull, it's pulling on everything else because uh, of that kinetic chain because everything is linked together. Right, right. Yeah. 
And, and I guess like you mentioned, the, the lack of blood flow in the lower extremities, is that from a lot of sitting or that just as you as you age naturally? As, as you age, you gotcha. just get limited blood flow to your lower extremities. Mm. Yeah. And with your toes being the lowest of the low or your, yeah, your right. feet. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just think about it. When people, uh, pregnant women or, or people who uh, ankles start to swell because they're right. working on their feet, all mm-hmm. the job required them to stand for long periods of time. What do people say? You know, uh, raise your legs up, right. prop your right. feet up so that swelling can go down. Yep. Mm, so that, that swelling sense. can go down. Yeah. Gotcha. And stimulate blood flow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I was just I was just thinking to myself, I remember um, running track and field in high school. And one thing that we would do a lot of times after a race or after a workout is what we call batteries, where essentially, since you have so much blood, um, I think going to your legs, you would basically lay on your back and put your legs up against the fence like two batteries. And you mm-hmm. basically let like, I guess let the blood, blood flow. Cause, yeah, because what you're doing, you're letting the uh, blood flow is circulating back down to mm-hmm. your heart. Right. It's circulating blood back to your heart. Also, that helps with your with your uh, digestive system as well. Mm. Yeah, when you do that, yeah. Even if you do that for uh, twenty minutes a day, Mm. that's a good thing to do as well. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. So what, um, catch me back up. What, what's 2021 been like, um, so far? I, I know we're at the halfway point now and before we know it, the end of the year is right around the corner. Okay, exactly. Um, 2021 has been, I've learned a lot. Um, I've, I've learned a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of businesses, uh, close down every day. I go past the where I just see mm-hmm. different industry, di- different businesses, uh, closing down and I'm just grateful that I am able to still uh, uh, operate my business and that my clients are still uh, coming to me for their uh, routine um, massage maintenance. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And and I know for for 2020 we we talked about it briefly before, but um, going kind of going back through that, you, you walk me through again. Like, what was that experience for you in 2020 with things shutting down? I, I think you had to transition from the massage over back into the the pharmaceutical industry, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah, I end up going back into the medical field. Medical. Yeah, okay. I end up going back into the medical field, and everybody that was in my industry. I know a lot of massage therapists, they had to go get a job Mm. because we couldn't uh, touch anybody. That's um, the basis of our business, servicing. If Mm. we can't touch you, we can't service you. So it just shut us down. Uh, Some people went and got a job. Some people never returned back and opened up their practice. Mm. Um, Some people are still working a job and reopen up their business. But we have uh, some people have different days and limited hours that they're open. Mm. Um, for myself, I'm only open on uh, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Okay. Yeah, I just did limited hours. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a, a transition. Uh, it was hard going back to work for somebody. I had mm. to have a talk with myself. Myself had to have a talk a talk <laughs> with me. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, okay, it's time going by. I'm like, oh, myself said, what you going to do, sister? You better do something. So I had to talk myself into going back you know, mm-hmm. to get a job, which was responsible. I had to do something right. because at that time you couldn't do anything. And it's here in Michigan. You had some people that were um, barbers and uh, some of those people got fined mm. forever for still um, operating their business. Right. Yep. So I was just uh, like, okay. 
So right. yeah, it was a uh, it was challenging. It was challenging in a sense, like I said, once you've been working for yourself for so long, you know, you can do vacations without putting in vacation time and asking for asking for permission to go on vacation. Right. And I'm like, hey, what? You know, I'm like, okay. Okay, I can't go. You know, can you imagine being on your own for so long, and then somebody tell you you can't go on vacation? Right. And they're like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> yeah, but um, but I'm grateful that I was able to uh, enter back into the uh, my pharmaceutical field, mm-hmm. back at the pharmaceutical company. So I was grateful uh, for that, and uh, just think that the work, just going back into the workforce, uh, that culture is different. Yeah. It, 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 it's different. It's not the same when I was uh, back in the day, mm. some years ago. Uh, it, it's, it's totally changed or whatever. But um, that's some of the things I had to do uh, moving forward uh, during the pandemic last year. I mm. went back out into the workforce. That's gotcha. what I did. Yep. And then once um, they started lifting, lifting the restrictions here, that was back uh, late June. Mm. That's when I reopened up. Gotcha. That's when I reopened up with limited uh, days and hours. And then my clients started slowly coming back but now uh, a lot of people are more comfortable with coming back and they've gotten vaccinated. You know, I've had a lot of more of my clients return. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So, so And right. also during the pandemic, I had a lot of my clients reach out to me. You know, I was keeping them informed on what was going on, emailing them and texting them as well, letting them know what was going on. And uh, they were calling, checking on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's so nice. <laughs> Yes, I was. I was uh, thankful, and grateful for that. They were calling, and checking on me as well. That's good. I mean, yeah. I guess that that speaks to the quality of people you, you've been able to attract. Not only to just be like, okay, hey, I'm I'm here for the service, and then um, I'll I'll see you next time at the next appointment. But actually, reaching out to you and wanting to know about your your well being. Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, thankful and grateful that they were checking in on me as well. Yeah. So I, I guess now, are you having to balance with being still in the medical field and and working part-time or are you back exclusively just doing the massage um, I'm still therapy? doing both for right okay. now. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm still doing both right now because, oh, excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I don't know if they're going to do another shutdown. Mm, right. So I'm just kind of like using it as a safety net, mm. but still moving forward in my business, if that makes right. sense. That makes mm. sense. You're, you're being, you're being wise about it. You're not just going to be like, okay, well it's back. And then it's best not to leave yourself up um, <coughs> to someone else's mercy, so to speak. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. And then um, also, uh, I just lost my thought. Yeah. So I'm just, Trying to figure out what this fall is going to bring, because now I know some states are mandating uh, mandatory mask again mm. or whatever. I just never took mine off, even mm. when they lifted it. I was just like, nope, let me just keep it on when I go in somewhere. If I'm with a crowd of people, let right. me make sure I still have my mask on. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I know earlier you mentioned um, just the, how is it, the the culture of working with other people is is much different now than before i, I guess um how long ago had had it been since you had to work in that space and what would you say are some of the the main things that you see are just like very different oh god that was like i was going from the pharmaceutical company for about when i started my business thir- about almost 14 years ago oh wow yeah and it's just uh the culture is just different it's uh every man for themselves mm. you know it's like a, every man for themselves and um, I don't know. I just, uh, how can I say? Just basically everybody just offered themselves. Gotcha. You know, uh, I'm just working in, I'm just used to when I was in the workforce, working with a culture that, um, uh, you know, everybody helped each other. 
Right. You know, you kind of look out for each other, you help each other, whatever. But it's just changed. Not just uh, it's not just where I'm at. I've hearing that from a lot of people who work in a lot of different industries mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just different. Right. It's just the culture is just totally different. You know? Gotcha. Now some people have uh, some companies they work at they have a good culture. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a good thing. You know, but it's just different. You know, you got these millennials or whatever you want to call them, but <laughs> you know, it's just. It's just different. Right. You know, nobody wants to talk to you. It's like email me. Mm. I'm like, but you're right here. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, got it. Right. Man. So I'm like, okay. Or you tell them something like, well, just email it anyway, because uh, I'm probably not going to remember. Right. So email it to me. I'm like, okay, got you. Right. Yeah. So it's just different. I'm like, got you. I'm like, wow. I mean, they more um technical mm. more techie that's right. the word i want to use they're more techie oh, right yeah gotcha they're more techie i might i might be guilty of that okay <laughs> <laughs> because i i know um what is it it, it seems like i mean maybe it seems and and it is to to some degree where it, like a lot of things are constantly pulling for your attention so i, mm-hmm. I remember even telling my younger brother i was just like Hey, just whatever, whatever you want to tell me, just like text you, huh? I mean, no, it's like, yeah, I was like, either text me or like send send it to me in somewhere written. Either if you like write it down, take a picture of it, something so that it's like so that we have a a record of it. Because I'm like either and when he when he said it back to me, I was like, that sounds when like when you tell me what I tell you, it's it it almost sounds like okay maybe maybe i just need to do a better job of like paying attention or just being like okay like there there's another way to do this there's a simple way but i guess it's much different um talking one-on-one versus like okay if it's business or hey can you do this it's like sure like at least being able to even talk like this it's, it's, it's worthwhile because at least you you pick up on people's nuances and like things that are just written down. It, it, it may not come across like <coughs> the tone in which they're saying it or like, right. what did you mean by that? And it's like, ah, you'll, you'll figure it out. It's like, mm. <laughs> you just talk to me for two minutes. We could figure this out rather than having like a 15 minute back and forth text, text thread or something like that, or right. emails over like several days. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, people don't know the importance of foot care. You know, mm-hmm. that's the last thing people think about right. until, like you said, until something goes wrong mm-hmm. or they keep pushing through it. And then it's like, oh, I should, I'm going to check on that. And then afraid know it. It's then escalated to something totally uh, more severe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now then they want to go to the doctor when it's like, oh, that hurts now for real. Right. Yeah. Ouch, that hurts. So that's when people want to go and um, check out their feet. But mm-hmm. people, even if you don't have any um, foot issues, it's good to at least go to the chiropractor, I mean, not the chiropractor, uh, but the podiatrist at least once a year. Mm-hmm. If you go once a year or twice a year, the beginning of the year and at the, the end of the year, then you're like, okay, my feet are good. I had them checked during the beginning and I had mm-hmm. them checked again at the end of the year. So right. you'll know uh, if something's going on with your foot because if you have certain uh, foot diseases, you wouldn't know. Mm. The podiatrists would know. Right. You yeah. know, they can uh, certain things they can do look at the the skin around your toes. Mm. Also, um, they can look at your nails as well too. Mm. You know, so there's certain things they can tell by looking at your feet. Um, also, um, when you go to the podiatrist, they'll also check um, um, your pulse on your feet because you have an artery that's in your feet. And they oh. check that to make sure that you have a uh, good blood flow coming to your feet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll do that as well too. Hmm. Yeah. I, 
it's like so many things. It's like I, I so many things I wouldn't know. But um, to your point, it's like the few times I've been to a podiatrist was I think 2018 around that time. And it's of course, I went because my feet were hurting. Mm-hmm. And obviously from um, working in construction, having a background where it's like you, you walk around a lot, several miles work, um, wearing steel toed shoes and things like that. It wasn't until talking with one of the guys like, hey, like my feet have been hurting. Somebody's like, oh, go see a podiatrist, mm-hmm. get the molded insoles and um, that will help greatly. And it's like, oh, wow. OK, that that makes a significant difference, like having like having your feet look at extra support in, on, in your uh, underneath your foot inside right. your shoe. Right. It gives you that um, that art support and also it gives you that heel support. Um, right. At the same time, right. Uh, at the same time, yeah. So they'll, uh, your inserts, your insoles, or your inserts are very important too. And you want to make sure when you're getting your um, special made because you had special made orthotics, right? And that's where they take and they make a mold of your foot or whatever they do, mm-hmm. and then they customize it to your to your feet. That's what right. they do. Right. And then you have the over the counter ones that you can buy, but you have to be careful which over the counter insoles that you buy. Right. You, you want something that's going to help cushion and protect your feet. So right. if you're having heel pain, um, you won't get the full insole unless you want to. It wouldn't right. hurt. But if you don't want to get the full insole, you can get the half the insole. They call that a uh, heel seats. Right. They, right. You know, some, sometimes some people call them heel seats. And that's just uh, covering. Um, use my hand again as a foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to cover from here, the middle of your foot to the back of your foot, especially if you're having some kind of heel pain around your foot on the edges or on the middle of your heel. It's mm-hmm. going to take and it's going to help cushion that and even that pressure out on your foot and uh, take away that heel pain. That's mm-hmm. what it's going to do. And then when you get the uh, um, inserts, those inserts, will give you that uh, cushion as well underneath your heel. Right. And also it'll give you... Um, uh, underneath your arch to give you the arch support as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Oh, um, I remember. Yeah, you were telling me about that um, because you were, you were going to send me a link for the ones that yeah, help, you, that help you out because it's yeah. like. One of the things that you made as a big point was that um, you had gotten the custom made orthotics, but then after a while, it's like those worked for so long until you got to get them replaced. But then you were able to find something that worked more effectively being a heel seat because um, what is it like the ones that you might get at Walmart or like Dr. Scholl's and those, Mm -hmm. I think. It's different for everyone, but it it seems like the cushioning that you need, at least from the orthotic, it seems like it's not the cushion that I have. It's like it's stiff, even though it, mm-hmm. it's got some spring in it, but it's right. not like completely rubber, like um like Air Max tennis shoes would be. Right, correct. Is there a is there a reason for that? I guess you need like firmness for your feet versus just like this putty that your foot would sit in. Because see, those were custom made for right. your thousand are custom made, so they make a mold out of your out of your foot. They right, take a right. mold of your foot and uh, make your orthotic custom made to you. So that's why they're hard like mm. that. And then gotcha. the other ones, uh, like over counter, you know, you're just making them out of some cushion. Now, right. also, you don't right. want them too juke jelly. You also, you don't want them too hard neither. You want right. something that's going to have a little cushion, it's going to have a little bounce back. Gotcha. Because the tricky thing with plantar fasciitis, during all the things, my um, podiatrist, not the, not the specialist, mm-hmm. but uh, the, my podiatrist was doing I was in a cam walker. That's that thing you see everybody walking around with that little boot. They call it a boot, but mm-hmm. actually it's a cam walker because you got to walk from 
heel to toe because it has that rocker motion in it. Right. Uh, I did that. I got I was um I got casted up for I got casted up a couple of times or whatever, but I wasn't on my foot, so I it gave me some relief, gave my plantar fascia some relief. But then once I went back to my daily activities, it just it came right back. And what what my plantar fascia is, I don't know if anybody else have ever um, experienced this, but every time I did something, switched it up, and I tricked that plantar fascia, fascia it was like, oh, okay, I'm like, oh, okay, I got some relief now. Soon as I got used to being in that cam walker, and I was in the cam walker for a while, for months, and it gave me so much relief. But once my foot was like, Oh, you tricked me? Okay, boom, that pain came back just as fierce as before or whatever. So every time I switched up my my, my shoes, my footwear, uh, any kind of anything they gave me, it worked for a while. And then my foot said, Mm-mm, nope. It was, I was forever buying shoes. That's I'm a big shoe freak. Right. You know, I, I'm always looking at shoes with uh, comfort, art support, heel support, anything's going to uh, support my feet as well. And then, uh, also, when you recover from plantar fasciitis, you don't want to do anything to uh, aggravate it. Like I was doing a, a, a step workout here at home or whatever. I was like, okay, I did the, the, the uh, this is for beginners, steps mm-hmm. for beginners. Right. I did that. It worked for a while. Going into that second week, I was doing the stepping on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I did it three days a week. And uh, going into that second week, after that second week, my foot, my right foot said, okay, all right, you're asking for it. And I was just like, got it. I was like, well, can't do that. So I have to, and people who have had severe plantar fasciitis, you have to be careful on what kind of activities you're doing because you don't want to do anything to aggravate it and make it flare up again. Because, right. like I said, it, uh, it gets uh, inflamed. Um, it makes your uh, your foot swell, and you just it's just painful. It's just nasty. It's just okay. nasty. So yeah, every time um, I did something different, different treatment or whatever, it will act okay, and then it get used to like you know, I, got, I got you tricked me, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you pay for it. The pain is gonna be worse. I also did. Uh, Physical therapy as well. I did that. That that was okay. Actually, it really didn't work for me. Right. It didn't work for me. So I just told my doctor, you don't have to send me back there because it wasn't working. Gotcha. No, it wasn't working. But yeah, but you have to be careful um, if you are suffering from plantar fasciitis, especially if it's been uh, severe and chronic. You want to uh, be mindful of what kind of activities that you do because right. you don't want to do anything to aggravate it and make it flare back up. Gotcha. No. Over what period of time did did the um, was plantar fasciitis an issue for you? Oh, uh, ooh, I was two years. It took me two years to mm. recover. Gotcha. Even with my treatments or whatever, mm. it took me two years to finally recover uh, from that. Right. Yeah. Now, some if it's not as bad, it can take like six months for you mm. to recover. But like I said, when it's real severe, right. it can take up to 24 months for you to fully recover from plantar fasciitis when it's really bad. Gotcha. We have a real bad case of it. So I guess what what's the is plantar fasciitis the main issue people come to you for or a, a lot of um, concerns that people bring to you? Yes, they come to me with about uh, plantar fasciitis. And also, like I said, too, that your calf muscle, because mm-hmm. your Achilles tendon is attached, it starts there. Right. Um, they come to me for plantar fasciitis. So when they come to me, I work on their, not just their foot, I work on their calf as well, because all that's connected. Because a lot right. of people don't know, 
everybody think that your uh, Achilles tendon to stop at your ankle right here. You right. know, that's it. No, your Achilles tendon, let's say it's the back of your ankle here, mm-hmm. you know, that little, um, they think it stops here. Actually, Achilles tendon go all the way up into your calf muscle. Mm-hmm. And then it's a, it's a band, it's a big band, and once it goes down towards your foot, it narrows out. It narrows out. Yeah. Right. So, I worked that together because that's the issues I was having. And, you know, like I said, my doctor was like, okay. I'm like, no, I'm like, that is, I know this has got something to do with each other because everything is connected together. So, yeah. And then also I have people who come to me just because they uh, stand a lot Mm. on their jobs and they're working on hard surface, standing on concrete actually, or they're construction workers or whatever. I have people who come in, come in to me, what um their aids their legs are achy so they have achy legs so I do a uh, a massage on their on their legs as well and when gotcha. I do a leg massage I incorporate the foot with that as well mm. if I just have them come uh, dressing something comfortable have some shorts on right. so I can uh, massage their legs really good gotcha. mm-hmm. and do hey. some other stuff uh, treatment as well maybe that's what some of those millennials need is just like hey right. <laughs> Get your feet right. Maybe get your attitude right. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they have achy feet. (laughs) Yeah. But I also like, I like what you've been doing with with your social media because um, in like putting out the shorts on like IG and YouTube, like I I remember you you shared a video with me and I I was able to go back to some of the ones you put out before. They're like quick to the point where it's like, okay, here's, here are exercises that you can do. I bought some of the the um, nail things that you put in between your toes because mm-hmm. I was like, they didn't toe sell separators. Yeah, toe, toe separators. separators. Yeah. So, yeah, I went ahead and got those. And, and every now and then, like, um, I was like, hey, I, I've got to make sure I do do my stretches in the morning, do them at night. And the other thing I need to add in is just like, just soak, soak my feet, at least plan on doing that three times during the week. Like I'll do yeah. it tonight yeah. or tomorrow. And then I can do it Wednesday and then I'll do it again um, later in the week. But um, that really came into handy because I, I didn't realize how much like the toe separator would help in being able to just flex the toes, toes. front to back. Like, yep. like you're saying, you know, those toes. Yep. yeah, just exposing like that, that tendon in the center mm-hmm. and even just getting, getting the flexibility around it. Because it's like, if it's not the, the Achilles or if the base of the foot, it seems like even the, the knee or just like you were saying getting the muscles around those tendons to be strengthened really makes a big difference and just making sure to to nurse those things yeah yeah because if you're like i said if you're having a foot issue mm-hmm. okay your ankle's gonna bother you if your ankle is bothering you then it's gonna go right on up to that knee up to the hip and then up to the lower back mm-hmm. so everything like i said that, that connect chain everything is linked together everything is linked together yeah so if one is off it's right. knocking everything off, and then your other side of your body is compensating that weight. Gotcha. You know, your body say, "Hey, something going on here. Let's shift this weight to the other side of the body," and then that you're overworking that side as well. Right. Just like when people have a hip surgery, they their hips are bad, and then they end up having hip surgery. They have hip surgery on their left side, but then when they get done because they didn't uh, bear all that weight on their right side. 
then they have to go in later and have the right hip replaced because all that weight has been shifted for years to that right side because mm-hmm. they had a bad hip on their left. Yeah. Do you think a lot of um, surgeries could be avoided from, I guess, going back and treating things from like the source, like starting with your feet or like working, working your way up through like massage treatments through like personal care on a day to day? I think if people... Um, yeah, if they did some things in the beginning before it got uh, to the point where they needed surgery, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it could, it could be very beneficial. Now, it's different if they have some kind of joint disease or something like that. That's something totally different or whatever. Because right. you have some people that's young and they just have bad knees and they don't have that cushion right. in between their knees and uh, they have to have knee surgery. Actually, I know someone um, that's genetic in their family that by the time they reach their late 30s, early 40s, everybody has to have some kind of knee surgery. So that's something in their genetics that they have bad knees. Right. When men, the men and the women in gotcha. their family, you know, on their offsprings. Mm. Yeah. So it depends on certain things, but in the beginning, if you like my feet hurting or my leg is hurting, let me get something. Go to your primary care physician first and get checked out. Make sure it's nothing uh, serious. And if it's not anything serious, you know, go get some preventative care. Go get a massage. Go get a, a leg and foot uh, massage or get a whole body massage. Right. Because you know, it's going to alleviate all that stress off of you. Right. Yeah. How can people get in touch with you to either um, set up a massage, like get some of this information and be like, okay, here's my feet have been hurting me. Um, This has been bothering me. Like, who do I go to? How how can I connect to someone in my area? How how would they get in contact with you or just view some of the things you're you're putting out as content and just practical things on a day to day? Well, they can find me on Instagram, um, the massage doctor on Instagram, also the massage doctor on YouTube, and then also they can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, Demetria Davenport on my personal Facebook page. And then also uh, my business Facebook page is uh, Luxurious Essentials Massage Spa. Mm. And then um, they can uh, email me at Demetria at LE Travel Spa. That's Demetria at LE Travel Spa. And or they can call or send me a text at 313-655-3860. Um, that's how they can contact me if they have any questions or like I said too, they can go on my YouTube channel and look at any videos that I have out on uh, YouTube. I have quite a few hundred <laughs> videos on uh, on YouTube. And then also a lot of things I learned too, because I have uh, a couple of people reach out to me and they was telling me they noticed the difference when I first started doing my videos, how my videos have uh, gotten better over time or whatever. And a lot of things I learned when we were in uh, my in Miami at Nikki's right. um, Extreme Branded, right, right. I took a lot of good things away from that. And I've been using that uh, ever since. Right. Yep, I've been using it ever since, especially when I'm doing my, uh, my videos and then also um, putting out different uh, content on uh, foot care. You know, mm-hmm. that's something I want to. I want people to know about. I'm doing it for the people who are out there. It may be some information that they can use. Right. Not something I want to share out there because I like it. Whatever somebody right. else may not like it. So I learned that from uh, Nikki's event as well. So right. I've just been using a lot of that stuff and a lot of feedback um, mm-hmm. when he broke us up in those groups. Yeah. And I got everybody feedback or whatever. Um, I mean, that really stuck with me. So I've been yeah. uh, using that every since. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely want to compliment you on that because I, um, like I mentioned earlier in checking out your IG and YouTube, I've seen that 
you're not only staying on topic, like just uh, specifically talking about foot pain, ways to alleviate it, education of that, but also just being consistent in that because with the the video where um, it was talking about the foot exercises using the foot separators, you'd made one video and some people had commented about like, hey, um, we can't see this or something like that. So you like, you remade, you made a, an updated video. video and yeah. people, again, they responded, they're just like, hey, okay, I got it. I can see this. And I was like, hey, okay, what do I do? I went ahead. I think I subscribed and I went ahead and just bookmarked your channel to where I was like, okay, until I get the exercises down pack, I'll just watch the video, do it along with you, and then just just follow the steps. Keep it simple. Well, thank y'all. Thank you for following me, and I'm, I'm thankful that the information that I gave out that it helped you. You know, so mm. yeah. And I listen to uh, my subscribers. I try to stay on top of that. Try to respond back to them or whatever, because mm. I'd be all over the place. I'd be doing everything or whatever. But when I do get time, even though I go back through my old videos and I see if somebody made a comment, I still try to go back and uh, comment back with everybody. Right. You know, cause I think that's important because I have reached out to some people on certain things on social media, different platforms, and they just don't get back with you. And I'm just mm. looking like, wow, okay. So if I don't get back with anybody uh, immediately, I will get back with them. It's not that I'm not ignoring them. I'm mm. just spreading my, I'm just doing everything. I'm just right. doing everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm juggling two things at one time, running my business and working now. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, I just ask people, if I haven't responded to you, I will. Please be patient with me. I'm not ignoring you because I think that's very important. And people are um, are personable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, I don't know if that's part of being a, an introvert. I don't know. You know. I think it, it, it has something to do with being polite, too, because you, you're yeah. kind of saying just like being back at, at the work industry and just seeing like, the way people interact, it's like you can be selfish at times, but when it comes to dealing with other people, it's good to acknowledge the people around you. And it's it's like no matter what you may have going on, it's it's nice to even just be like, hey, like I, I acknowledge that you said something. I may not get to it now, but I, I will get back to you. And yeah, because yeah. sometimes you'll get notifications through mm-hmm. your certain platforms. And then sometimes, a lot of times, you don't get those notifications. I'm like, right. I don't that. I'm like, they, I didn't get that on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll we'll leave it there for now. But as as the year's wrapping up, or well, I'm it's feeling like up. yeah, it's wrapping up quick. Is there anything that you're you're looking forward to um, on the back half of the year? Um, I'm going to be implementing my foot sole program. So I just did some things. Um, changed the room out today. I have to put the finishing touches on that. So I'll be doing a video on that as well. Um, also, I ordered some new equipment for that because, uh, like I said, it's a lot of people who are dealing with uh, foot issues and nobody is, is addressing that right. or whatever. Nobody is addressing that. Oh, also, I did uh, get some accolades um, as well. Oh, yeah. And the, uh, what is that? The Marquise of Who's Who. Mm-hmm. Um, that I have a Lifetime Achievement Award that I received as well. So I've received uh, four different uh, accreditations uh, personally for myself, uh, being an influencer in my industry as well through Marquise Who's Who. And also my business has won a Best Massage Therapy Company for eight consecutive years Wow! Um, yeah, in the city of Southfield. So I have uh, eight, eight, <laughs> eight awards. <laughs> so I am, uh, I am grateful for that. 
And that's nothing but God. That's mm-hmm. nothing but God. Just continue to uh, with all the, the wars and accolades that I've gotten this year mm-hmm. and last year has just that's nothing but God just telling me to stay on my path and I'm doing the right thing to stay going forward. So I'm, I'm thankful and grateful for that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. You never know. That. Thank you. Because you never know who's watching. And I tell people all the time, someone is always watching. You just never know who. And then also with those awards, um, people nominate you for those things, mm. you know, and, and come into your place of business and they're uh, doing, I call them like secret shoppers. Mm. They come in and they say, you know, how was the customer service? You're getting graded on all that kind of stuff. Your professionalism and things like that, and on the service as well. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess has that has the award brought any notoriety or anything where people are like, "Oh, I I heard of you through through this," or is that more uh, something yes. that you can... actually I've gotten a couple of clients um, off of Instagram. Nice. I have a couple of new clients that found me on Instagram. And they said um, they see my content I've been putting out and mm-hmm. then also my videos I put out on Instagram or Facebook as well, but on uh, Instagram. And they said they've been following me mm-hmm. and they um, said they like what they what I put out in my videos and they um, felt comfortable with coming to me because they said they knew I knew what I was talking about. Right. Yeah. That, you know, I just wasn't saying some stuff or whatever, but they that's right. what made them comfortable enough and reached out to me and wanted me to service them coming to my place of business. Yeah. So awesome. I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. That people know that um I I'm mastering my niche in my mm-hmm. craft and that I am uh, educated and I do know what I'm talking about. Right. You're practicing what what you're teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I wish you the best of luck. Um, look forward to seeing how the year shakes out and yes. maybe I'll, I'll, I'll make a trip up that way. But I know we'll be seeing each other in the future. Yes, yes, yes. Please do. If you make it up here to Michigan, to mm-hmm. Detroit, please come uh, reach out to me or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we can do lunch or something or whatever. I can uh, introduce you to my husband as well. And uh, next time we come down to uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. I'll let you know as well. I'll give you a heads up. I'll be like, hey, will we coming down to Georgia? Or if you don't come, I'm like, hey, I'm coming down to Georgia because I have some family down there as well. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Demetria. Thank you so much, Asher. Thank you so much. And I'm grateful for you allowing me to be on your podcast today. Mm-hmm.